listening to Skull Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest magic news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey, lads, what's the story? Uh, not much. Had a. Had a sleepy cranky Monday morning after staying up late to watch the Pro Tour finals last night <laughs> yeah, yeah same that's why when I woke up this morning I was like oh I really shouldn't have stayed up that late yeah, like, you know what I, I knew this was coming but I, I was still surprised it happened um, I didn't even wait for the lethal swing I was just like yeah shut down yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know I know he won whatever yeah I, I was up for a pass the main area because I wanted him he won the first game I was like I just wanted to win the next two games so, so it's over and he can go to bed yeah 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 um, I was in bed watching it so that was fine um, so yeah, we had Pro Tour Ixalan this weekend, uh, this past weekend, so we'll be talking all about that. Uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, there's you know, a few different things kind of happened over the course of the Pro Tour. There was some surprising decks, but also some unsurprising decks. Um, <laughs> there was uh, the, the full set of uh, From the Vault Transform was mm-hmm. spoiled today, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We have a, a report from Al. Yes, a report. We're going to be... A tournament. Yes, we're gonna be, it's going to be great. I'm going to. I'm very excited to hear about this, and then we'll have our our deck of the week. Um, but first, let's do a bust a booster. Bust a booster. This yeah. is new. I've not heard this before. What happens? And what does it involve? Um, it involves us opening a pack of Ixalan as if we are doing a draft. Okay. Right. Well, this doesn't sound here. likely for me so far, to be honest. No. Opening okay. packs of Ixalan to do a draft. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to try to decide which card would be last picked out of this booster, uh, but obviously accepting the land okay. Okay. and the token. So we've got a Plains here and a Vampire token. It's probably so the strongest they're both, they're both pretty good in this format, yeah. I yeah. say. Um, we do I the do, first like pick the, as well? We do the first pick as well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Okay. okay, so we've got so a Queen. So this is the last pick, though? Yeah, we're going to go for last pick okay, first, okay. right? Okay. okay, so we've got a Queen's Commission. Uh, that's pretty playable. Yeah, yeah you wheel it, but you'll pick straight it. straight like, to the side. Yeah, yeah. There's not, yeah. much, not much chance of that getting last picked. Now, here we have a strong contender. Uh, Ancient Brontodon. Oh, I think I've so. put this card in decks before, but yeah, I'm pretty happy to see it yeah. go yeah. go last. So. Um, yeah, I think someone would pick it, though, and if eight people like it. So this is, uh, in case people don't know, this is six green green for a 9-9 nine, nine dinosaur. Does that even pass the vanilla test? Uh, I think so. Does it? Oh, I, think, <laughs> I think there actually is a rule that like it the, scales weirdly. The scales, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so it is. Here's the. Here, there's only flavor text on this card, apart from the you know the type and the name. Um, it is taller than all but the tallest trees, and older, oh, older than all but the oldest. And there's that nice. Uh, yeah, that could be better. Little repetition of of the it, of the words here. It's like as tall as a ten foot tree. <laughs> Descriptive. <laughs> That's your pet peeve in writing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, we've got a water trap weaver. That is oh. um, extremely playable. Yes. Happy, yeah, happy to first pick that one. I see that go later than I would expect. Okay, we're, uh, we're we're running we're running hot here, lads. Okay. Um, or bad. I, I don't know in this format. Um, no Till and Ali's knight. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's too fine. Good. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, oh, two drop. Anointed deacon. Oh, oh yeah, boy. Yes. This is not a good pack for oh, us. Oh baby. Oh baby. Oh, this, um, is, this is too good. Okay. Well, skyblade of the legion. Yeah, it's playable certainly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah this it's is good. it's a very fillery card. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's not quite bad enough yeah. to consider taking here. I think this is the yeah. best pack. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> it was ever open to be honest. Every, every every pack was like this. Uh, dive down. 
That's very, very playable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that. They were talking on this week's LOR about, uh, was it first picking dive down over other cards and stuff yeah, like that? that. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Yeah. They're just uh, saying it's way better than expected. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, think yeah. I, think I, I wouldn't first pick it over any of these other cards, though. I would probably take it over Queen's, Queen's Commission. Commission. Don't think I would. All the, anyway, and I would take it over Skyblade of the Legion. Uh, no. Yeah, really? That's great. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, Skyblade of the Legion is a key part of... Yeah, I like, anyway, if, you're, if you're getting your Deacon, you know you're going to get your Deacon. All right. Uh, dual Shot. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Ooh. playable. More of a sideboard material, I think. I think that's certainly going to be one of the, the last picked cards in the pack. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's unplayable, but this pack I mean, so it's far, going to be picked before Brontodon, right? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, removal's removal. Although some, some, some poor desperate soul could be sitting on a bunch of New Horizons and yeah, yeah. That's see, what this, I'm thinking, see yeah. this come around and go, yeah. oh my god, my salvation. <laughs> um, Shining Aerosaur. That's, that's good. fine. Quite yeah, playable, fine, quite playable. Yeah. Okay, here we have another one. We've got another one. Spreading Rot. Oh, baby, yeah, that is definitely I think this last. is the new front runner. That is right end. Or last, whatever you call it. Yeah, so this card, because uh, this is the type of card you might not know, is a sorcery, <laughs> costs five mana, four and a black... Uh, destroy target land its controller loses two life so if they play a new horizons you get to two for one sounds playable yeah 100%. yeah that's true if they're on two life yeah game. I mean they're they're really screwed that. I don't think yeah. any other cards win the game in a spot like that so I think this would be more flavorful if it was in uh, Amonkhet or Era Devastation with the uh, what's it called Gifts of Paradise oh yeah because oh, yeah, yeah, that so, gains you two yeah, life is that yeah. gain you two life or three life Oh, it might be I think, I think it's three, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway whatever. Though. Yeah, anyway, I think Spawn. that's the pick so far. That's the, the non-pick. Non-pick, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're taking it, right? The, that's the, we're, do, we're taking the worst. We, we wanna, we, is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah we're upset. So. We're, we're, we're at, a, at a boozy draft. We're upset with the format, so we're going to train wreck the draft. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, we're just going to help the rest of Make it so much better. All right, um... Okay, there's no way this card is getting last picked. It's Merfolk Branchwalker. Oh, oh sweet. okay. Well, Fine. that's uh, probably the third or fourth best uncommon in the set. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Merfolk to Branch Sculptor. Um, we've also knocked Brontodon off his, uh, off his perch here with this Thundering Spine back. Oh, baby. Yeah. Much oh. better payoff. One mana less. Yeah. Great uncommon so far. That yeah. is very good. And uh, we've got here we've got a Rigging Runner. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this I is mean, a very specific type yeah. of card, but it's definitely playable. Okay, so actually, in this pack, we only have two unplayables. Well, it depends what the rare is. Okay, well, so far, yeah, we yeah, only yeah, have yeah, two yeah. unplayables, which is yeah, that's better than average for an Ixlan pack. Actually, that's, that this is, actually, is actually a pretty insane. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of just fillery cards, but uh, it's a pretty great pack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're taking the rare. Well, we're not taking. Oh, we're not taking. We're definitely we're not, not taking, taking the rare, rare for the last pick. All right, um, we're definitely taking it for the actual pick. Um, the hollow foils off center. Oh no! No, oh, sweet. Uh, it's settle the wreckage. Oh yeah! So, oh, very good. I mean, you're first picking that all day in a real draft, right? Yeah, this card is pretty bonkers. Yeah. Oh yeah, the hollow is a bit off center. That's interesting. Misprint. God worth, damn it! Oh, worth yeah. hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe people will think it's a counterfeit. What's the multiplier of that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Have you guys tested any? Did, did you hear about the um, the printing issue with the? The double face cards. The double face cards, yeah. No, what is it? Yeah, they don't have the blue core in the Some middle. Some of them. Some of them. No, one, I think one, one particular print run or something like yeah. that was oh it. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, yeah, so they're... They just look like counterfeit. They are counterfeit yeah. cards, yeah. basically. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're like very... Pr- especially because they're foil, they're very prone to curling. And like if you bend them, mm. 
they're just going to stay bent. They're not going to go back like a normal Magic card does, mm-hmm. yeah. stuff like that. But uh, Wizards have said that if you get one of those cards, and you, they will replace them for you if you send not them cool. off to them. So yeah. I think the problem has been fixed now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would, it, would it replace all the other cards that are curling? I have a lot of curly cards. Um, <laughs> no, because I think those do have the required blue core inside mm-hmm. them. They're just. I mean, I think they still haven't made a statement about that. They're just crap. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, people have been calling for them to make a statement for a while. Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know. So last pick out of this pack, we're looking at spreading rot. Yeah, I think, I think um, spreading rot pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's easy for. A I mean, like ancient Brontodon is, is also quite bad, but it's certainly playable in the right deck. Um, yeah. I, think, I mean, begrudgingly playable in the right yeah. deck. I, I think someone's more likely to misevaluate ancient Brontodon and pick it. Sure, yeah, than they are for spreading rot. Definitely. What yeah. if uh, you saw your opponent had uh, had like five of the flip artifacts and enchantments? in their deck and they were going to have all these mythical legendary lands in play would you play a spread, spreading rot would you well, I mean you, you don't know you don't know that when you take this in the draft no, but everyone no but I'm saying like could you consider oh everyone reveals that's true that's if true every, yeah. if, oh that's, that's a good point if every, yeah, yeah. If, every, if the seven every other player, other player is reveal, reveal, the <laughs> reveal the flip and then you can see them all take the first pick oh because they're all lands on the other side no, no, all, yeah, all yeah, the flip cards in the former are lands yeah that's what I'm saying Yeah. alright yeah okay then we're so then it's flipped around it's a first actual pick then yeah 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 Jesus. But uh, regardless of that, I think Settle the Wreckage is the real first pick. Yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. Well, what would you take out? If we take away Settle the Wreckage, I mean, we're taking Branch Walker. I would take right? Branch Walker, Walker yeah. second, and then I would probably take... What would I take? Third. The knight? Yeah, Talani's Knight. Or Anointed Deacon. I think uh, I might take Ring Runner. Ring Runner is quite good, actually, I think. I think Ring Runner's okay. Yeah, I mean, the format's it's really It's really, really good if, you, if you're in that Pirates Seed deck. Yeah, yeah I mean, actually, it's good in any deck. Yeah, it is just good, I think. Yeah, it's also good, sure. quite good in pirates. Black yeah. pirates. Um, and then I would probably, if I was getting past this booster, I would, and those cards were gone, I would probably take the big dinosaur thunderous spine back, yeah, and I would go oh three in the draft. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that's the, what happens to me every time I yeah. try these big dinosaur yeah. decks. I yeah. love this guy actually. Yeah, he's a, that's a really good card. That's probably the best payoff for being in a big dino deck. Yeah, but uh, yeah, even great. then, it's what a seven drop. Yeah, yeah, it's. Not great. How much does the ability cost? Is it uh, four? five green? Five green. Is it sorry, three, five three and a green. Five and a green is three. correct. Is it five and a green? It's five. Jeez, it's so expensive. They're four fours. Well, they're three threes. Other dinosaurs you control. I got plus one, plus one. Right. There's a quote on this card. Thundering Spineback. Right. In the flavor text. Yeah. It appears that nature has risen against us. Who says that? Doctor Ian Malcolm. <laughs> I'm gonna give you that one. I'll say it's uh, <laughs> it's a captain. I'll give you that. Oh, is it Lannery Storm? No. Oh, I don't know that. This Ooh. is the best captain name I've ever heard in my life. Really? Oh, yeah. It's not. A, it's not. A, this this uh, captain is not a card. Okay. Well, we're not gonna be. <laughs> we're gonna have a tough time guessing it, then I suppose. It's Captain Brianly Rage. Brianly oh, Rage. Cool. Brianly. Wow. I like it. Like bright, like salt, salt water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, right. I'm, I'm so salty. I have this brindly rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good settler. Yeah. There we go. Wonderful. So that might be, be a semi-reoccurring feature in the podcast. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of these packs. Well, well, that we can't yeah, do anything yeah. with, so maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, this pack is sitting, well, this box is sitting here, yeah. We'll be, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so we'll be, uh, let's, let's go to uh, From the Vault Transform first before we talk about right. the Pro um, so from the vault transform was uh, fully spoiled today, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a few cards spoiled the other day actually. 
I think it was on Friday, was it? Friday, before, Thursday, the weekend, yeah. Yeah, before the weekend. And so they had like, they, they, they spoiled the, the front of yeah. the box, basically, with the three face cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were uh, Huntmaster of the Fells, uh, Liliana, the flip lady. Uh, heretical Healer. Yeah, healer, healer yeah. Liliana, yeah. Heretical Healer, and uh, Delver Secrets. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about the choice for the front? I mean, it's, like, I don't know. Why is Liliana on it? Just because she's popular? Um, right. Okay, Huntmaster, they had to get on there, right? Because Huntmaster is a good, one of the good value cards of the set. Yeah. yeah. Delver, uh, very iconic. Delver, Del- 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 is, yeah. is a shoe-in for the front. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, the other one that people are, would be really excited about is Jace, but you can't put two blue cards on there. That's true. Yeah, actually. I'd say yeah, yeah. I'd say this game ends that. So it's like, put a white card or a black card on there. And they, uh, yeah, they probably and they just decided Liliana. They probably weren't going to put uh, Arguel's blood fast on the front of the. <laughs> probably box. not. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Right. So well, they probably aren't going to put it inside the box either. I wouldn't imagine that's in there. So. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Oh. My God. <laughs> but uh, Arguel's blood fast <laughs> is in fact in this product. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I, I actually haven't seen the post. I thought you were joking. Arguel's blood fast is actually in this product. Jesus Christ! I I I missed this piece of news. I. I don't I'm gonna rate this podcast explicit now. Well, sorry, yeah. all right. That means we can just curse all the way through. And then all right, so yeah, yeah, we might yeah. get some more genuine reactions from Al here. Then <laughs> I can finally yeah, uh, let loose. So we have uh, yeah. So obviously those, those cards are all in there. Uh, right. You set that up perfectly. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the other the other interesting cards are Garrick Relentless. Oh that, yeah, that's a with, pretty decent one with new art. With new art, yeah. Yes. yeah. And Huntmaster has new art as well. And yeah, so yeah. Delver. Delver does too. Yeah, yeah the, the, and I think the, the art for Huntmaster is Magali Villeneuve, who is yeah, which is yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, really amazing new art for for all these cards. Actually, they yeah. all look yeah, really, yeah, really yeah, nice. Yeah, beautiful. Delvers are going to be pricey, I'd say. People are going to want to play sets of those. Yeah. Although sometimes people don't like playing with these uh, from the vault cards because they have their own specific foil curling problem and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I had heard that they changed the foiling process and to be more like normal cards now. So okay. they're supposed to be... Also, these cards are foiled on the front and the back. Yeah. So I don't know if that affects anything. Yeah, it's very weird. It curls both ways at the same time. So it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, why not? Or just super curls and, and splits apart. I almost oh, think, good. like, even in a double-sleeved deck, if you have a double... Fo- like, if you're adding double the amount of foil thickness to the card, like, that might still count as marked. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could be right, yeah. Yeah, like, that's going to be I mean, so much heavier than a normal card and mm, yeah. and thicker. I suppose you're going to be sleeving up your tokens, your checklist cards, anyway. Yeah, I can... Um, well, some people don't play with checklist cards. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That's true. That's, that's an important point that they didn't... They didn't Mention if there are checklist cards in this problem. Yeah, I really hope there are. Oh, there's. So do I. Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, and like Delver checklist cards are like a euro or something. Yeah, right? yeah, they're surprisingly expensive. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because it's one of the things that I, yeah, I never played with checklist cards, but then oh, one day I actually took my sleeves that I always used and then held them up and I was like, oh, actually, I actually can succeed through this. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah, light, yeah. So maybe you just always pay checklist cards. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, it, and it keeps your flip cards in better condition. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the the rest of the cards are Archangel Avison. Okay, it's it's probably, cool. probably yeah. predictable. Yeah, yeah, nice, good casual card now. Obviously, in, when it was in standard, it was also a good standard card. Yeah. Uh, Argos Bloodfast. <laughs> Why is it not Search for Ascanta? That's so strange. Obviously, they wanted to get some cards the in from the new, new set. Yeah. Or the yeah. green one. Yeah, the green one is quite obviously like, oh, this is great or whatever. Oh, yeah, you Even though it hasn't, yeah. hasn't turned out well or mm. whatever. Yeah, people love that. Foil yeah. for Commander and stuff. 
Or what? Like the even the red one, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like Cargill's blood fast. Any of them except for the black one, my god. <laughs> Patrick has to play this. Yeah. Okay. Uh Ireland Court. Oh yeah. Yeah. Might sure. as well I get in both great. or both of the flip walkers. Yeah, yeah. I mean people All kinda th- people kinda thought this might be in just because there's, there are so few iconic transform cards that it, this one just had a good chance. I, I actually think that they have missed one though. Anyway, we'll go, we'll go yeah, there. from the vault, bottom of the barrel. We we'll got we'll go through the list. Uh, Bloodline Keeper, which is a, oh, yeah. again another good mm-hmm. casual card. Yeah, that's that's cool. a transforming vampire lord. Uh, we have Brazella, so Gisela and Bruna. That's pretty cool. In the met there, so the, on the other side they meld. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to get them into this product. I think. The, again, those are cards which will. There's only like three sets of meld cards, right? Yeah. It's only six mm, total yeah. front yeah, face yeah, cards sure. that meld. The, the rats, the Hanwer Garrison. And this. And this. this. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, they, they're going to have long lasting casual yeah. appeal, I think. Yeah, And um, there's Elbrus, the blind, the Binding Blade. This is a really cool card. Yeah. yeah, so this yeah. is from original Innistrad. This is a transforming equipment, transforms into a big dirty demon. Um, and then there's the five. Uh, oh, Origins Flipwalkers. Oh, yeah. there is all, okay. all five of them. Yeah, so Jace no, is I, I realise it's okay. Yeah. Jace is it's there, yeah. good news. This makes up for uh, Argyle's blood, whatever. <laughs> it does, yes. And uh, <laughs> Nissa, Vastwood's here, and Liliana Heretical here are also worth it a, a few few yeah. quid as well. So that's uh, so it seems like there's decent value Jesus. in this product. Yeah. How much is it? $30? Is that too Something like that, yeah. So here it'll be 30 or 40 euro. Probably. Yeah, something like that. 35 euro or something. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be picking this up for 35 euro, to be honest. I think I will. Yeah. Yeah. I already have four J's, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I don't have any home master. I don't have the other cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, might as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the card that I feel like they missed out on, out on here is uh, Ormondal. Oh yeah, that yeah, would have been really good for inclusion. this. That's yeah, very yeah. like yeah, that's really. Good. I understand that they wanted to include uh, one card from the new flip cards, but like, <sighs> I don't know why it's that. Why <laughs> is it Argos but fast? <laughs> uh, I thought they maybe could have included uh, Mare of Averbrook as well. That would have been a good one actually. Yeah, but yeah. they already have a werewolf card in there. But True. Still, would yeah. be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they have two werewolf cards, I guess. If you can, yeah. Ireland Court as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a wolf card, if you can, Garrick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about um, Docent of Perfection? Oh, yeah. So I think we're all right without that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, was there any, were there any good uh, good transform cards from from the other Innistrad? I know that was of Perfection. There was, um, oh, what's it called? Ah, the thing that turns into smoke. That's a block. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, um, I like that guy. Uh, that that, was, lady, that was the Buy a Box promo as well. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, like... That had a chance of seeing playing standard, but it didn't, so yeah. I think that wouldn't be a great choice, and it, yeah, like, sure. it doesn't have huge lasting appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, other, the only other thing that I could think of would be, um, what's the mill card? The, it's like a creature on one side and a sorcery oh, yeah. on the other one. Startled uh, Awake. Startled Awake. Yeah. And I don't remember whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> something, like, something Nightmare. Persistent Nightmare. Yeah. 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 Called, Startled Awake. Yeah. Persistent Nightmare. So that, that could have been a, an option. Yeah. Would have been better than Argos Bloodfast. Yeah. <laughs> Literally any other Maybe, car, any yeah. other Transform card we, we name could be yeah. would be better than Argos Bloodfast. Basic Island. A double-sided checklist card would have been better. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I mean... I, we're, I'm hating on Argos Blue Fast a lot, but it, it does see a little bit of playing standard and like sure. yeah. blue black control sideboards or whatever, but it's yeah. not even that great there, to be honest. Yeah, no. Yeah, like it's fine. Yeah, I make, I make you wonder of the decisions that kind of what decisions lead to, you know, the choices of cards that are in this. That, yeah. Like, sure, there's like, oh, yeah, someone actually wins, this one's all a this one's iconic. And like, 
did they just look at did it did it before they released the exam, did they think did someone think that Argyle's Bloodfast would be the most played? Maybe it was chosen before it was finalised. Yeah. Maybe it used or to be maybe good. it used to be <laughs> it used to just be necropoke to one side and yeah, I don't know. It's so strange. Maybe you used to cost black for the ability or something. Just yeah, black. that'd be good actually. That'd be a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say about this? I don't know. It looks like easy. Yeah, yeah. Looks, yeah, looks, looks like an okay draft. Good, yeah, good for casual good. appeal and stuff yeah. like that. What would you take in a draft if you're drafting a a pack of a pack uh, from, from the Vault Transform? Yeah. I think I would probably take. Which of those ones in the game the best? Is the pretty good? Oh, maybe Gisela? Gisela's pretty good. Avison. Avison's pretty good, yeah. Avison's pretty great. Huntmaster? Yeah, Huntmaster's pretty good. I think Avison's pretty good. I think Avison is... Garrick? Garrick? Yeah, Garrick's pretty good as well. A lot of good cards. No, but you're passing so many... You're sending so many signals. Yeah, if you take Gisela, you might wheel Bruna, so... How many? Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. what if everyone at the pack, everyone at the table has three packs of this? No, everyone, everyone else. <laughs> What's the best strategy? I thought, I thought everyone has different. Um, has different from the vault. Is there enough from the vault? Oh, uh, how many from the vaults are there? There's at least like five or six, right? Yeah, 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 angels, twenty lore, this uh, dragon. Is there the a dragon? Annihilation. The Annihilation. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Alright, we'll sort this out. We'll, yeah. do, do. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll make up packs, we'll get them stamped. Yeah. Uh, make sure the numbers <laughs> are very curled. Yeah. yeah, we get them stamped by a judge. No matter. Um, okay, that's so that's from the Vault Transform. Uh, yes. Let's talk a little bit about the Pro Tour that happened at the weekend. Yes. So, uh, spoilers Seth Manfield uh, won the tournament with Sultai Energy. We had quite a lot of energy at the tournament. Uh, the you know the, the the data that Wizards put out mm-hmm. the collapsed archetypes uh, energy decks made up basically fifty percent of the field that includes Teamer four color energy and Sultai energy mm-hmm. and I think that actually includes Pummeler decks as well let me just have a look no Probably. I think I think Pummeler was separate uh, that was something people were laughing at oh okay that, like, that's actually um, lower than I would have thought. Lower than 50%. Yeah, I, think I, would, I would have thought it would have been higher than 50%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Pummeler yeah. Dex is a separate thing, 0.9%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is, that is gas. Uh, I think, um, yeah, I, I think right that. I feel like Teamer alone could be like, could almost be 30%. And then, uh, yeah, or more. And then everything else be, yeah, more than one. So. I would have guessed, if you'd asked me, and I'm not sure if we did talk about this, I would have guessed that like Teamer would have been between 30 and 40%, and then other energy variants would make it up to like 60%. Yeah. Mm. Um, the actual percentage for Teamer was 23.6. That's yeah. very low, like, considering mm. so many people thought it was the default best deck. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, a lot of people just don't want to play Mirrors or, like, they don't want to worry too much about, like, making their version of Teamer beat the Mirror but then, like, losing percentage points on all their other matchups. Yeah, you got to have the right plan, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty, your sideboard has to be pretty on point if you're expecting a lot of Mirrors. yeah. Um, you also have got to have confidence that you're going to beat the best players in the world playing teamer. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're coming up against Brad Nelson, what are you going to do? Or you Jensen in the mirror match? Yeah. Um, so then the next biggest pure archetype was Ramnap Red, uh, almost twenty percent. Then four color energy, same percentage as, as Mono Red, mm-hmm. uh, Ramnap Red. Then Sultai, so a big drop off here to five percent for Sultai. Yeah. And then we had an assorted uh, kind of you know vehicle decks. Mm. Well, the black red uh, aggro variety, Mardu vehicles, mono black aggro, 
We had Godfair's gift decks of Esper and Blue White variety. We had tokens of all kinds. A little bit of control. Control seemed control like did not very bad. Yeah, disaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Wizards published the uh, the conversion rates as well. Uh, so the conversion rate of White Blue Approach from this day one to day two. From day two. Yeah. yeah so this is day, day two. two. Um, was actually 80%, so it's quite good. So basically, the, the way it shakes out is anything above 63% is is good. Anything below is is bad. Okay. Because that's 63% of the field made it today. Right, oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. sure. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so the conversion rate of blue-black control was 44%. Oof, so that's quite, uh, quite bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw someone said that um, like Shota is like our, our canary when it comes to control, and he wasn't playing control. Yeah, so yeah. that's like if he's not if he's not playing control, why should you <laughs> throw him down the coal mine? No, he was playing. <laughs> he was playing Nicol Bolas though. Yeah, he, he certainly was. Yeah, he Griggs's card in there. <laughs> yeah, people had a lot of spicy splashes. Um, we saw a whole new kind of version of four color, yeah. like team or four color energy, um, which was. Which had fewer glory bringers, even even fewer than before. Still with the two scarab gods, but also two copies of Frasca, relic seeker. Yeah, uh, I think I think Frasca, a bit yeah, yeah, I think Frasca definitely seemed, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Frasca looked amazing to me all yeah. weekend. So the, yeah. the the minus ability being able to kill things like anointed procession and cast out, and even also vehicles like is yeah. is fantastic. I think it's huge. Yeah, um, and seemed like a fairly big trump in mirror matches as well. Yeah, like she just gains a huge amount of loyalty. Yeah, definitely. Um, There's no way to deal with it game one, really. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you're like, already winning or something. Unless what, sorry? And then, unless you're already heading the board, yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard to catch up if you're yeah. actually spitting out two twos. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's like, if you're playing a teamer and any your opponent plays like a money possession and you have no way to interact with it, mm-hmm. it just feels so bad. Uh, I mean, also that's kind of, that's why Peach Garden over playing um, Commit to Memory is like, it's it's a main boardable answer to, to these no, yeah, to any, any kind of permanent. Yeah, yeah so Raska makes more sense than uh, mm-hmm. with the memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Raska's minus ability sometimes allows you to conceal the fact that you have like a magma spray or a harness lightning in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, you have, if you have just one mana up, you can have a harness lightning. Yeah. Just if you have no mana up, you can still have a magma spray. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I think uh, Raska is definitely the way to go from here on out. I think that that's what I'd be looking to play. I don't want to buy yeah. them for 20 quid each, though. <laughs> yeah. They did spike massively. Yeah, they're yeah. very expensive now. They're already I mean, they're already getting up there because yeah. they were being used in Abzan tokens. Yeah. 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 But now they're very expensive. Yeah. But I have mine already, so it's fine. That's all that matters. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah. I have a foil one. Ooh. I'll just sell that. Oh, yeah. And I'll get two. And yeah. I'll take one, and you can have the other one for ah. cheap. Sweet, yeah, I'm for that. <laughs> or you can lend, you can have a lend of it. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably pick it up. I mean, it's gonna be. It seems like it's gonna be seen play for a little while. A lot, so. lot of people are saying best six mana planeswalker since Elspeth. What? Well, Sun's champion. Yeah. What else did you mean? Was, yeah, Sauron. Big Sauron. Yeah. Big Sauron is pretty big good. Chandra. Big Chandra. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think Big Chandra. Uh, yeah, I'd be better. Yeah. Right? I think it's like, is she better? Uh, it's a, it's she a saw a like, lot of play. She did yeah. see a good bit of play. Yeah. In all types oh, of decks, get yeah. her off. Get, yeah, get, yeah. Remember, remember the green white tokens deck that that had, that had no no red lands yeah, yeah, and played Odinissa just for just for a big chamber. <laughs> yeah, remember that green white tokens deck had um you played Ormondal as so well. We had Ormondal and I had Abazin, so even though it was green white, you can have 
their the red creature which is opposite flipped black, black creature, creature which is all yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a Chandra if you want and a Chandra now as well yeah five quarter tokens five quarter tokens yeah <laughs> yeah, well, yeah my, my first ramp deck had uh, Chandra as like you know, it was just two you, know, you get your two mountains off explosive vegetation yeah and then that's your, your mana sword for Chandra you also have Oath of Nissa yeah that was a great deck yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah. my fave um, yeah, so I think yeah, the Chandra might take take second place after Elspeth, and then yeah. uh, Vraska can can come in a respectable third. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean, Vraska's new to the format. We've we've yet to see, you know, over the course of of her life and standard, how how well she'll do. I think she definitely has the the uh, the ability to stay there. You know, to mm-hmm. to be to be a relevant yeah. force throughout her time and standard. Like just that that minus ability being able yeah. to deal with basically anything. Mm-hmm is just so and like the huge amount of loyalty that she that she gains she comes in with and gains and, and like herself yeah and protect herself yeah she protects herself not great but she does protect herself and you know she ultimates very very fast and she'll finish the game pretty fast when yeah. she does ultimate as well so i think that um Frasca's probably here to stay and if you're if you're into it you should pick them up yeah, it's basically like as long as the format is slow enough that you can cast a six drop, six drop sorcery speed spell. Yeah, she's she's she gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. and it seems like the format will be that slow for the foreseeable future. Yeah, so, so yeah. yeah, people are kind of trying to out mid range each other. Yeah, and uh, that's where that's where Frosty comes in. Mm-hmm. But saying that, that is also where the other side of the format comes in—the aggressive decks. When when people start to do that arms mm-hmm. race of let's get bigger, let's get bigger, let's get bigger, then Robin Up Red comes back in and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and says hold on now <laughs> Lads, stop having fun <laughs> yeah we're the fun police um, what else do we have here uh, God Pharaoh's Gift had a 71% yeah conversion rate I sorry White Blue had 71% on the Esper version had 75% so okay. quite quite decent yeah. conversion rate for both of them and mm-hmm. we did see Pascal Maynard make the top 8 mm. with his and he made the finals even the top yeah. 2 um, and very very good well <laughs> Mostly good play from him uh, in the top eight. Yeah, like Ooh. there was, we can go into it a bit later, I guess. But there were a lot of a lot of punts from almost every player in the top eight. Yeah. Was, I I mean, obviously it's a it's a long weekend of magic and stuff yeah, like that. Seriously yeah, seriously. But uh, this was like an abnormality in terms of pro tour top eights. I think. Yeah, it was so odd. Like yeah. like last pro tour, we had Yan Wing Chun's. Yeah, yeah. Punts yeah. with Hazaret, and like that's so memorable to everyone. But this pro tour, we had like. A few that were they probably weren't on quite that, on that level. Like I think, like Sigrist's punt was probably on that level. Like I don't think so. Well, I, I think it might be worse because it's like you just he just had lethal on board. Yeah, like he took his time. He didn't play fast. Yeah, yeah, and he still messed up. Yeah, I he, mean, Yan, Yan Wing Jones punt was he got excited and and yeah. went to do the automatic thing that everybody does. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's go to combat, get the attack done first, and then I can do my spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and his autopilot just took over for a second. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, some of the other players' punts really were. They're just, they they're, took a long time to make the decision, yeah. and they still punted. Yeah, they just lost on board, yeah, like, and stuff like that, yeah. which is which is mad. But anyway, that's not to to disparage anybody. No, like, god, no. like yeah, obviously yeah. everyone makes mistakes as we talked yeah, about. Yeah, before. I've made terrible mistakes before yeah. as well, yeah. on board mistakes. But like, it's just it was you know we're we're only mentioning it because of the the unusual number of mistakes that happened. 
It was, it was just very, yeah, yeah, it was very, very strange. And then we also had two disqualifications over the course of the Pro Tour as well, which yeah. is more than I can remember in a long time. Yeah, yeah it's very strange. Uh, I've, der- I've certainly seen, like, one before, um, you know, multiple times, but two is, is really, really high. So the, the first one happened in round six. Um, let me just check here. So it was uh, a guy called Huang Haoshan, and he was disqualified for intentional misrepresentation of the game state, which involved... Um, and uh, not adjusting an energy counter to indicate that he had placed a counter onto long toss scope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I, I know that this player like wrote a statement on Twitter about what happened, and he, yeah. you know he disagreed with it. But yeah, I mean, after he released that statement, the the Wizards released a statement of their own, and they basically totally dismissed his statement. They said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, the judges were very, very convinced that he did it intentionally." Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's pretty cut and dried, and. Uh, I, d- I don't know if there's an investigation into that forthcoming or if he if, or if it's just the DQ he got. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's something people have to be very careful careful of with energy counters and their opponents' use of energy counters and stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah, it is It is something that can lead to angle shooting and cheating and stuff like that mm-hmm. when you just have this extra, you know, die or whatever on the board. Yeah. Uh, like, it's easy to get confused or, mm-hmm. or whatever or, you know, to, to not be able to keep track of what your opponent's trying to do. Yeah. yeah. And even, I... I, I what did I mention earlier that everybody in the top eight played bad except for Seth Manfield yeah everyone yeah, played yeah. once but even Seth Manfield repeatedly was using the oh. number nine on the dice <laughs> yeah to represent a six yeah. of his energy he just yeah. kept doing it over and over again yeah and there was like um, someone sound like changing it back constantly yeah, yeah just leaning over and changing it yeah and like he was just like oh yeah thanks <laughs> he also got a, a slow play warning but anyway then we also had uh, the other DQ was a player called uh, Yao Zilei who was uh, disqualified when they were playing against uh, LSV, actually. Yeah, after after the round had actually finished. Well, that's or the thing. Like, yeah, it hadn't actually finished, but yeah, the, the yeah. game... Yeah, so the they got to turn five of extra turns. Yeah. And then they were trying to... They, they wanted to avoid a draw, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically they were discussing uh, uh, who would win... Uh, LSV released a statement about this on Reddit and he basically said that he told his opponent that he thought he would win uh, and he showed his opponent his hand Mm -hmm. Um, and then Yao, his opponent, uh, showed their hand but then immediately started flipping cards from the top of their deck Mm. and a couple of cards down there was a Nissa and he was trying to say, oh, well, I would have drawn this Nissa in a few turns and then I probably would have won the game. Mm -hmm. LSV said that he kind of wasn't interested in that and he just he said okay if you're not you're okay neither of us are going to concede so he just signed the slip as a draw and walked away yeah uh, and then a judge approached him 10 minutes later to ask him about the incident uh, LSV told the judge what happened and the judge told him that uh, basically that the guy had broken a rule and that a, a DQ would probably be forthcoming which mm-hmm. it was yeah. yeah so essentially what this boils down to is using a random method to determine the outcome of game because your deck should be randomized yeah so revealing cards revealing hidden information from your deck when you the, the, the match had technically not finished yet yeah so revealing that hidden information from the deck was effectively using a random trying to use a, a random method to determine the outcome of the game um, yep. yeah so i think that's with the origin of the dq yeah it's this example this is like literally used as an example in the infraction procedure guide mm-hmm. uh, like it literally says you can't reveal cards from the top yeah. of your deck to 
see who would win the game. Like it's that's, it, this is actually it's, a, that's, yeah, yeah. This is a fairly common practice actually yeah. in in LGSs and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So people should definitely be aware. I was not aware of this rule. Mm-hmm. So people should definitely be aware of this at competitive rules enforcement yeah. level. Yeah, I think I think if the conversation is, uh, I think I won't because of these reasons. Because my yeah. aunt and someone says, "Oh, well, I did have these outs." It's so it's so easy for that conversation to just lead to you looking at the top or revealing the top few cards. It is, yeah. yeah. And, and I have done that myself, but only after the matchup was signed. When I'm when I'm mm-hmm. I'm just conjecturing. Yeah. With my yeah. opponent. And yeah. The, and the right. game is over. Uh, same, and also it would never even cross my mind personally to to do it in an attempt to get my opponent to concede. No, Like, not that's really. just a really... Um, the, like, that's bizarre to me that someone would... Like, even if uh, you I didn't would, know I that was against the rules... I would even reveal my hand, to be honest, to try and yeah. get my opponent to concede. I'd just say, this is the board state, would you like to concede? I, I feel like I'm going to win. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. it once, yeah. that'd be it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they say no, it's like, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. and, and to be clear, though, you are allowed to reveal your hand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and you can talk about that. Like, yeah. that's, that is fine. Um, but yeah, I just... Uh, it just like just doing it as an attempt to get your opponent to concede rubs me the wrong way in the first place even if it wasn't against the rules yeah. uh, but it is also mm. explicitly against the rules yeah. so a lot of people were uh, kind of saying that they thought this was you know a bit tragic for someone to get DQ'd like this and it does so especially in round 15 as well yeah, yeah. in round 15 like um, so this person obviously you know, probably was getting prize money. Yeah, before this DQ, or it was pro points or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something yeah. that so, this player wanted. Like. Uh, so, and it, it like it does suck to get DQ'd for a rule you didn't know about, especially yeah. like the like you were unintentionally breaking. But uh, I would say just like the like the um, the philosophy behind the decision to do that and try to get your opponent to concede by doing that is maybe not the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I don't think even like as I said like even if that wasn't against the rules I don't think that would be very good etiquette to mm-hmm. do yeah, yeah. so uh, th- that's my opinion on it mm-hmm. anyway. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. alright um, so moving on from the DQs um, we talked a little bit about the bad play some of the bad play in the top 8 but what about some of the others so we, we, talk, we mentioned Mike Sigrist mm-hmm. he misplayed um, he was obviously very angry at himself when the game was over because he could have won so he, he thought that a long dust cup was summoning sick when it wasn't he could have attacked for the win with a Magnus Bray. He also, a couple of turns before that, uh, missed a Scarab God activation when his opponent didn't have the ability to scrap Heap Scrounger. Yeah. Uh, something out of the graveyard uh, with a, with an energy trigger mm-hmm. on the stack and he let the energy resolve, which allowed the opponent to Not do the thing. But at least he didn't go and then try and do it. Yeah. When, yeah, yeah. Thing, so, you know. But, yeah. uh, so there was that. And Mike Sigrist was obviously very annoyed at himself. Um, kind of walked off immediately after the match. Um the the, the the player that he was playing against actually was, was this guy Samuel Eilenfeld who mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it was his first pro tour so everyone was kind of rooting for him yeah but I'm sure I don't know you wouldn't feel great after winning like that would you yeah or would you no it's his opponent's mistake <laughs> yeah it's his opponent's it, mistake and to be honest like uh, yeah I'm sure he screwed up throughout the tournament as well to probably yeah you know yeah uh, he did we saw him yeah yeah he was a uh, he was a good guy. He was obviously really, really excited. Happy, yeah, he was a lot of happy chatting. That he made the top eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think thing was what was it was the game against he he got knocked out against Seth Manfred. I think it's, right? yeah. I was trying to think. That, I think that, or I was think, it? I think it was Seth Manfred we played. But anyway, uh, he was like you know he made a misplay and said, "Oh, that was a misplay." Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear him on the coverage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he was kind of the representation of the everyman at the yeah, for at sure. The yeah, so a lot of people were kind of rooting for him. Mm. Um, yeah, Chad Little, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. After when he, when he got knocked out, he said, I think it was very positive. Yeah, when he got knocked out, you'd hear him say, Oh man, your deck is really cool. Oh, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, uh, everyone who's had that emoticon and chat of like the person crying, like, Oh, <laughs> 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 man, so nice. was, like, was like full, you know, pro, like, yeah, you know, yeah. they're, they're always quite stoic, <laughs> like, they show a bit of happiness when they win, but like, he was just like, Oh, you know, putting his cards away, like, Oh, thank God. And your man was just like, oh, your deck's so cool. <laughs> like, yeah. And they were like, they should have gave the trophy to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's the winner in our hearts. Um, but yeah, no, fair play to him. Did, yeah. did really well. He got in there on tiebreakers as well. There were 10 players at the same record as him. Oh, and he got Jesus. in by, I think, 0 0.1, 0 0.1 or 0.2%. 0.01 or 2%, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was so really, really close. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there were some other misplays. We had, um, uh, was it John Rolfe? Was the mono red player? I believe so. Yeah, John Rolfe. Yeah, we had him. Was he playing against Pascal Maynard? Yeah. And he basically took a hit off an Angel of Invention for no reason. Well, it was a situation where he was attacking with a rampaging Ferocidon, and Pascal double blocked it. I think with the two servos oh, off the yeah. angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what he could have, what uh, what John Rolfe could have done was a braid the angel, which would kill the two servos and save his Ferocidon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. which obviously Ferocidon is a key piece. Yeah. Against that, that yeah. you know, preventing the life gain and making sure they get pinged all the time. Yeah, but instead he traded it for one Sir Row, and then when the angel attacked next turn, he killed the angel then. Uh, and he just he yeah. took the damage he and took the, the damage. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then killed the post combat. Yeah, yeah, which is still the right decision to do it. Like um <laughs> like yeah, you have to kill it, you know. Yeah, don't don't yeah. compound a mistake with another yeah, mistake, exactly, but yeah, yeah. yeah, kind of. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, his attack across on looked like a great play. He was like, "Oh, this is a really great play." He's going to set himself up for yeah for this blowout by yeah. uh, offering the the double lock. Yeah, uh, and he just didn't do it. Yeah, it was so silly. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that was a bad one. We had a, he also, I believe, got a warning for missed trigger. Um, in the quarterfinals, mm -hmm. or actually, I'm not. I think it was in the semifinals, maybe against against Pascal Maynard as well, where he didn't take, or he took a damage for playing a creature when he had his rampaging for Rossadon in play, but he didn't announce the trigger to his opponent. Mm -hmm. uh, so he just played a creature and then marked down his oh, life yeah. pad that he yeah. lost a life. Yeah. But uh, if you don't put the trigger on the stack, you don't give your opponent a chance to respond to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he got a warning for missed trigger on that one, mm -hmm. and that's and like. Especially when it's a de detrimental trigger that you control, you should be very careful with yeah, that. Yeah, huge. That that is one that will judges will be probably more likely to. Yeah, especially to because punish. the previous turn he had announced the trigger for for Pascal Maynard's yeah, creature. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you're very assiduous about you know saying like oh, did, you know this trigger happens for your guys, but then not saying it about your own ones, yeah, you're gonna get a judge call on you very quickly for sure. Yeah, yeah. and they're not gonna rule in your favor. No, <laughs> but you're gonna get a warning. Like you're not. You know, you, you need to get three warnings of that right before. I'm not sure if it's two or three for a missed trigger. Yeah. Okay. I think detrimental trigger. I think is even worse. It might be two. Like if, you, if you miss like your your bob trigger, it's a. Can that be a game loss? Uh, it. I think it used to be a game loss. Okay. Um, I think you need two. I think now maybe you need two. Yeah, but but it's like it is much more severe than uh, yeah. than missing you know a beneficial trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like that's. Um, yeah. So yeah, is it more severe than failure to maintain game state? Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it is. different. Yeah. Than that it's well, it's a right? different category of warning, but yeah, I would. Yes. I I mean, yeah, like you can get failure to maintain game state for like for a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Stuff mm -hmm. stuff that your opponent does that's wrong that you didn't notice. There's yeah. a lot of circumstances yeah. where both yeah. players will get that yes. warning and stuff yeah. like that. 
And then in the finals, of course, we had Pascal Maynard just failing to play a land when he could have. Those were the best. Yeah, this is brutal. Didn't realize for a while. On turn four, so he missed like a pretty early land drop. Yeah. Yeah. It, when he had a bunch of five drops in his land in yeah. his hand as well yeah. he had Angel of Invention uh, and something else in his yeah. hand I can't yeah remember. and he also had the ability next turn to possibly do something like um, play a chart of course uh, draw land and then play a land and play a three drop yeah, yeah. Um, so it, did, it really did affect him the next mm. turn you know? yeah yeah, so uh, yeah, so he he fall on this Mr. Land drop, and then there was an extra uh, Manfield duress him. <laughs> yeah, the shame duress and yeah. saw the land. Yeah, and then owner was going through his head. Like, like, Pascal Maynard still didn't notice at that yeah, point that he yeah, missed the land. Yeah, it was, was it was only after because uh, Seth took a little while to start writing them down. Mm-hmm. I think it was while Seth was writing them down that Pascal was just like, "Oh my god!" He put his hands on his forehead. No, 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 it was, it was later. the next turn. It was after the next that. turn? No, was it, it? Was the next turn after that when he played his fourth land? He went, "Wait, how do you have?" That's right, that's right, that's yeah. right, yes, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. how do you have more lands than me, that's right. Yeah, and Seth yeah. said, I think you missed a land drop, because <laughs> yeah. he'd seen his hand with the land <laughs> yeah. in it. And then, yeah, Pascal just put his hand Oh, sorry, yeah, the other card was yeah. Fumigate as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Which was gone either way, because of the duress. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. Yeah. But it was a fairly critical Fumigate, so the two Glinsleeve yeah. Siphoners did the, did the work there for uh, for Seth. They were insane, yeah, turn yeah, two and turn three, Glinsleeve Siphoner, and then the second one. He just drew a million cards yeah, off them he drew two cards a turn for like three turns and he did like ten damage or something yeah it was crazy yeah yeah, yeah. they're about getting in with Menace against yeah. a champion of wits yeah they just couldn't do anything yeah it was crazy yeah Seth as we say is maybe the only player who didn't have some some obvious punts in yeah. the top eight yeah well what was the one thing? Sorry, yeah. that I mentioned again. Nine weeks up at six. Yeah, oh, the nine and yeah, yeah. and the slow play warning. The slow, slow play warning. Yeah, yeah the nine like, and six thing. I think I've done as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like slow play warning that like the judge said it to him, and he's like, "What? I can't hear you." And then <laughs> yeah, because they have to head spend, like thirty seconds trying to communicate. Black <laughs> slowly. Like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it was great. Um, what did you think of Brotor overall? I, I I didn't watch much of day one. I only saw like the end of day two, and then the top the top eight. Uh, I caught a bit of draft on day one, and then like a couple of rounds of standard, not all that much. Then I think the next bit I watched, I was over in yours, Al. Yeah, we, we yeah. caught what, a round of it or something. I caught a round of it, yeah, and some yeah. kind of discussion of drafts. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I, I watched it a fair bit over the weekend. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I thought, um, especially, I thought the, the coverage was great. Hmm. Uh, especially loved having the three guys in the booth for final. That was uh, the, yeah, the, that, that was, was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty great. Must be a pain for LSV to bring a suit with him everywhere. <laughs> Every time he goes to the pro door, he's like packing away his shame suit in case like, he doesn't top eight. Like. <laughs> That's really great. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's the first time he's yeah. had to do it and like, or had to worry about it. And like, yeah. True, year. yeah, yeah, he's just yeah. been in the booth anyway. Nah, he yeah. should do the Batman thing. You know the Batman thing where, you know, remember, remember Batman had to climb out of the cave and he had a, he had a rope. This is a terrible analogy, by the way. Okay. The really bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, okay, okay. Yeah, and it's like, he wasn't able to climb out of the gate because he had a rope attached to him. And when he took the rope off, his fear drove him. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the LSV yeah. should, like, not bring a suit with him. Ooh. So he's like, I have to win. I have to top so eight. Like he has to do it in a hoodie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's like, he has to... Oh, no, well, sorry, yeah, he has like, to top eight. Like, they, they don't have the option to ask him to commentate. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, they, they'd still want him for the final, even if he didn't make... Like even if he was top eighted and didn't make the well, final. then he has to make the final. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. He can lose in the final, though, can he? Yeah, okay. yeah, fair enough. Uh, all right, <laughs> so that was our thoughts on the pro tour. Uh, we will kind of come back around to the pro tour for the for a deck of the week. Um, but before we get to that, Al, can you give us a report on the tournament that you went to over the weekend? Yes. So I drank pints um, and played right. magic. So it was, nice. it, was, it was very good. This was uh, the this was the legacy tournament. Uh, Hells of Garen has been to one of these before. We had a, mm-hmm. we had um, yeah, a, several. Or, yeah, a few of them before. We had some. 
to report. So, um, yeah, are we gonna get? Do we? Can we get people in trouble by mentioning this? No, we can't. Why? Right. It's in a pub. No, it's an unsanctioned tournament. It's an unsanctioned yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so. yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's <laughs> unsanctioned. Yeah. 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 Allowed. You can have it wherever you want. It's, okay. not, it's okay. nothing okay. to do with Wizards of the Coast. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. I just no. Yeah, that just yeah, caused, that thought. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. So yeah. So I said it's a. Yeah. So it's proxy's event. 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 Yeah. Um. It was held in the pub. So it's on. It's on. It's on every two weeks now. So you guys definitely. Try going along. I'll come to like, the next one. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So this is my first time. So as I, so from last week, uh, because I'd won a Force of Will, uh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get into Legacy. Uh, so I, I proxied up Grixis uh, uh, Elver, and as I mentioned last week, I made an absolute balls of, of cutting it. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't matter because I, I still played, and I had an amazing time. It was my first time playing the format, like at all, um, and it was it was such a like a yeah. So I think the way to describe it was kind of on, on a tangent. So uh, Mark Rosewater had you ever hear of the hash brown theory? Yeah, this is and this is a really bad analogy. He says that magic is like a hash brown because when you get a hash brown, the best part of the hash brown is like the outside part because it's golden and crispy. Yeah. The inside part is good, but not as good as the outside part. Yeah. So he said that's like learning a new game is like when you learn a new game, the best part is like figuring out like I'm putting pieces together and being like, oh yeah, this is this sure, this. yeah, okay. Yeah. The, the reason that he says that magic is so good is is because it regrows the yeah. golden crispy exactly. part of the outside all the yeah. time, which yeah. sounds really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Living hash brown. Yeah, so it's kind of like so that's like, obviously you kind of get that feeling when a new set comes out, you're playing in the new limited format or a new standard format. So like I had, so I felt like I had that experience like multiplied by ten when I was like playing this format for for, for, for oh, first first yeah. time. I'm like, oh my god, when I crack a fetch, the the dual lands come in untapped. I don't go down at seventeen and. Uh, like even stuff like what do you um, mean you don't go to M17 you play Tron I mean I don't know what that feels like <laughs> <laughs> well I know I know what it feels like for my opponent I'm like so yeah, you don't go to M17 okay yeah uh, I, I dismember when you go to M16 okay sure, sure. Uh, I, uh, yeah so, yeah, so I, was, I was playing Greece's Elver so my first yeah and as well as also like because the decks in, in Legacy obviously got crazy and stuff it was like I was trying to figure out what my opponents were doing in the middle of the game so, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so yeah. my, my first opponent was playing lands uh, so I knew right. He had punishing fire, which is like right, that's a way to control the board. I'm like, is that his win condition? Then he played dark depths. So I'm like, all right, dark depths. That's, I know, I know what that is. <laughs> so yeah, so so dark depths comes in with a bunch of ice counters. I said, oh how how um oh, what's the text say? How, how much you pay to get a ice counter? He says, oh, you pay three to remove an ice counter. That, like, I'm like, that's not I'm, like <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's, I think there's another piece of the puzzle than this. Um, Did you not know the combo with it? I I I, I it was it was only when I saw it happen. I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I knew. Right. But at the time, I was like, oh, there is something. Uh, there's another combo with that now, right? Is it Blood Moon? Blood Moon combo um, with that now? Solemnity. Oh, well, yeah, Solemnity has to be in play before the Dark Depths, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, like, Blood Moon... Well, if you have a Blood Moon and then you play it, it won't come in with any counters, but it'll still be a mountain. So you would then have oh, to... Oh, you have to get rid of your Blood Moon, yeah. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So it was, it was Tespian Stage. Tespian Stage, yeah, 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 exactly. So when you played that, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, now, now I know what's going on. Uh, so, <laughs> the, 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 so the land deck had, like, Life and Alone was doing kind of dredge stuff, so... Uh, yeah, he destroyed me game one, then game two, I uh, had surgical distractions, and that was just very... Nice. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. Beep, 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 what, wait, what did you have? Surgical distractions. Oh, okay. So okay. it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so I think before... So this is before I saw Dark Depths, so I had surgical punishment uh, wire, thinking, oh, maybe that's you know, his win condition. Yeah. It, is, uh, it is a win condition. It is one, yeah, because sure, yeah, yeah. you can go infinite with him. Um, yeah, uh, they just... Um, uh, punishing fire is the... Is the Two damage if your opponent gains life, you get it back. Is that yeah, it? yeah. yeah. So you uh, you kill them with that and grow with the burn willows. Yeah, uh, and you just lock them out of the game with wastelands. Basically, okay, you okay. just wasteland ghost quarter all their yeah, lives. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then, yeah, I'm playing no basics, so ghost quarter uh, worked. Yeah, against me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and then so <laughs> I think so at the same time as this, um, 
It's also, so I was also figuring out kind of what my opponent's deck is. I was also figuring out how to use Brainstorm. Because the first three rounds I was using Brainstorm completely wrong. <laughs> so like, for those who were playing standard, I was used to like, you know the best feeling um, if you're playing like a, a any, any kind of blue deck is when you have like a counter spell, you pass turn up to them with, with uh, mana up. Yeah. And then you also have a counter spell and a draw spell. So you're like, yeah, yeah they don't play anything, I'll just draw. So yeah, I you're playing uh, sensor or opt or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I had so I had one, so I had one um, Highland uh, untapped, I had Brainstorm, uh, and I had a daze. I'm like, yeah, if they don't, if they cast a spell, I can counter it with daze. If they don't, I can brainstorm. Then when they cast a spell, I was like, oh my god, I can do both. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was amazing. But then later on, I realized that the brainstorm isn't just a draw spell because you can you can knock yourself out of the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. By brainstorming without without uh, fetch. Mm. Um, the best thing to be doing with your brainstorm is not casting it, basically. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so, the, the, so I think the, 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 the one thing I found very amusing about the format was that there's, you're doing all this really cool stuff here, you're noodling around at the top of your deck, you're like lots of cool back and forth, uh, you're, you have lots of these, these different triggers, you're flying over the sack, mm-hmm. but then like, yeah, uh, you just close out the game by just, you know, slamming a big fat fucking fish on the, on the table, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. boom, Grimac Angler, five, five for one, and, and that closed out games, I'm like, why, why is this stupid card closing out all these complicated games? Uh, it just works so well. As Do you have the other guy as well? Uh, the, Tasker? The, no, the future side one. Uh, Tomb Stalker. Yeah, that guy. No, it doesn't have that. Like, no, some versions did. Some versions were playing it for yeah. a while. But is it uh, like six black black? Is that what it is? Yeah. Six yeah, black yeah. black for a five five flyer? Yeah. With oh, that. yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's similar to the fish, but it's yeah. fine. It's yeah. better at killing planeswalkers. It's really bad against Baleful Strix, is the problem. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so is Grimmag Angler, right? Yeah, but you have to put more work into play your Tomb Stalker. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. even worse it's against like Baleful yeah, Strix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so oh, I hope Delver won you some games as well. Delver did, yeah. And then sometimes I was like, really, Delver was like putting on the really, really pressure. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes I think, I think so the next game I was playing, it was, I think it was um, Check Pile, so I, I don't mm-hmm. know why it's called. Four color control. Four-color, yeah, it, was, it felt like it was like four color Delver kind of, Leovold kind of stuff. It's li- it's a four color control deck basically, it just has a bunch of removal of card draw off permission, and then Leovold, just because it's too good not to have in there. Yeah. And it usually wins with Jace. Yeah, okay, yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I was or Deathrite Shaman. It's a Deathrite Shaman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was playing Deathrite Shaman, so they were, they were so good. It's just yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah, so second round against Jack Pyle, and that was like, I think that, that was actually won just by Adela, or that wasn't answered. Uh, mm, that, yeah. it, just, it just puts them on a clock out of nowhere, so it's one drop, and, and then you can, obviously you can manipulate your, the top of your library to give yourself the, the flip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then game three, no, game three was against, uh, it was a screen against Maverick, so Maverick is the name of the deck. It's like a human's deck. It's um, like green white hate bears, basically. Yeah, exactly. So I, mm. yeah, so I'm against. So the first, I, won, I won the first round. I was like, yeah, green white hate bears. Like I don't know how to. I know I, I know what my plan is against this, um, because obviously Thalia is just very very strong against <coughs> against, uh, against Delver. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of felt like I knew what I was doing. So game. So I lost game two. Was before I scooped game two. I was losing. I just uh, I probed, um, mm. and he had um, Stoneforge Mystic in his hand. Mm. So this comes from me not being familiar with the format. I'm like, all right. So he's got some for some for six, so he must have some kind of free obviously he has some kind of equipment there. I'm like, well, what does he have? And I'm like, I'm thinking, well, I think he could have like Battle Skull. I'm like, well, I suppose I can I was, I was looking at Ancient Grudge on my sideboard, like, well I bring this in for Battle Skull, like I'm probably winning, I'm probably losing, that comes out anyway. I'm like thinking, oh maybe I'll be fine, I'll be fine. Uh, and then he plays Stoneforge Mystic and he goes gets uh, GT. Yeah. And uh, so I, I read uh, GT outside of the context of the game. This is the first time I read it inside the context of the game. And uh, <laughs> it's funny how cards change like yeah, that, right? It's yeah. crazy, yeah. And so I, I think I read it. So I looked at it, I was like, yeah, okay, he's going to kill my stuff and get bigger. And then when he's it looks kind of innocuous when you just read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like, look oh, obviously he has, get, he has to get charge counters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and literally like, once one combat happens, yeah, that's you, it. You lose yeah. the game. It doesn't Absolutely. even say player, it just says combat. Damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and, it's, and I couldn't even, because it got like, 
Yeah, I, I couldn't. So I he put on Stoneforge and I couldn't even. Uh, I didn't have a good block, so I was like, "Air off, they do damage." Then he put the trigger. Two counters are done. He started killing all myself. Yeah. And then it got bigger. I'm like, all right. But at this point, I was like beating down pretty early. So I'm like, all right, we're in a race situation. Uh, then, I was, then I was racing him. Then I was like, oh, there's more text than that. Let me take another look. I, I picked the card up like, like three times in the game. Yeah. Every time I picked it up, it just got worse. I'm like, what? You're, you're gaining life as well? And you're, you you're, mean it got better, uh, racing. Right? Sorry, got we're, we're, yeah, worse for me. you. Worse yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I, I lost that pretty horrendously. Uh, but uh, it was definitely a fun experience. Well, when, when you picked it up during that racing situation, did it mm-hmm. have counters on it? At that point, it didn't know. No. Oh, it didn't? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you're yeah. like, okay, if I can prevent counters here, yeah. he won't gain any life. But unless you have a rule spell, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he also had Mother Runes. And I think, I think oh my God. I had a chance, I think turn one, he cast Mother Runes, and I was like, oh, will I just force this? Is, is how important is it for me to get this off the board? It turns out it's really important uh, that you, know, it's, you, can't, you can't take the board back if they have Mother Runes out. Well, okay. the, re- the real lesson here is you should have boarded out Force of Will. Really? Yeah. Yes. You oh, what's well, Force of Will? Magic. Is- it's for play. It's for combo decks. It's for unfair decks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you don't want to two for one yourself against a fair deck because you're just going to lose the card advantage. Well, Carol, is this a fair deck? <laughs> yeah, yeah a, this is Alex's first time playing Legacy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, but no, these are players. Force wills. That's a good point. Three of them are proxies. One of them is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think I, mean, I, I think a lot of this. Definitely was kind of about me learning, and I, I, like, I kept like spells. I kept um, oh, what's called what's called Sarah? Tolan standard. What's called. Spell Pierce, yes, yeah, so like oh, spell Pierce, but it's like oh, you know, yeah, all those cards are are, are creatures, creatures yeah, yeah, so, you're so yeah, yeah. So a lot of love was like so I was just like learning as we went. Mm. Uh, so I I ended up going two two, and then I lost uh, I lost against them, um, yeah, like blue white control with Chase Mind Sculptors. My first time being mind sculpted, mm. yeah, and, uh, doesn't feel good. Oh yeah, does not it, feel good. It's, 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 yeah, such a it feels it feels so violated that like. Your opponent is like looking at your next card before you get to see it. So I have <laughs> yeah. mine. When, it's when like they decide to leave it on top. It's yeah. the worst feeling in the whole <laughs> that's world. It, yeah, I think yeah. the first three times he put it in the bottom. You can have that. When when it was yeah. on top, I was like, ah, oh, that's a that's a game over. I'll scoop. Because uh, I think so. In game three, I had him. So he also it was Olaf. He also had him. Uh, Gideon in the trials. So I, I had a pithy needle. It's like, oh, Olaf. So will I name Jason Mind Sculptor or or, or Gideon the trials? I was like, oh, Jason Mind Sculptor is so much scarier. He's a, he's a boogeyman. Yeah. So I, I just kind of blindly named that. Uh, but turned out he had two Gideons in his hand. Uh, so, uh, well, I was so close to the same Gideon. But, two uh, Gideons in his trials? Yeah. If yeah. only that needle was a sorceress. I, I, I was thinking that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, people are playing that card a lot. In Legacy, yeah. People are playing a lot. I suppose the information is quite important in Legacy. Yeah, I think, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see the argument for that. Um, is that is that normal for this blue white? Is is this a real deck in Legacy now? This blue white control with Gideon in the trials. Uh, I haven't really seen Gideon that much in it, but I could definitely see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked up um, like miracles is oh, also uh, miracles. Is on yeah, this is the yeah. inheritor of miracles. Yeah, right? yeah. And, like, and I so think he was playing Portent and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I think um, and predict predict is a cool card. Yeah, predict. <laughs> so predict is cool. Yeah, yeah I didn't know what was going on. What, I don't know what predict is. So what is that? You just predict, you just predict what the next card you're going to draw is. Yeah, you choose target player and you. Uh, you name a card, and uh, they reveal the top card of their library, and or say they because, mill the top card of their yeah, library. Yeah, and if it's the card you name, you draw two for one mana, what? or two mana. Sorry, I think it's two. Yeah, two mana. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you just brainstorm to set it up, or what? You brainstorm to set it up, yeah. or you uh, or, or you Gitaxian probe them, or okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, cool. so you can mill, like, if they have a problematic card at the top of your deck, you mill it, you draw two. If you have, like, extra lands from brains, Brainstorm, yeah, you, you mill it off the top. Yeah, you can name lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Pretty cool card, but... Um, yeah, so I went 2-2 overall, and I definitely... 
I felt like I, I, I definitely had like obviously a lot more to learn. And I'm learning, yeah. learning. Two two is great for your first yeah. Time. I was I was actually yeah, I was really surprised. Like uh, yeah. so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to going again um, with my newfound knowledge. And did you ever play your real force will? Oh yeah, actually yeah, I I uh, like countered. Yeah, I mean, uh, this probably a book list cross off. So uh, I, hard I, oh, I, I hard casted. I hard casted. I cast a spell. They hard casted force will to counter it, and I hard casted my force will back to counter Ooh. that. Oh my god! And, yeah, we're, so much mana. <laughs> there you go. What was the spell you cast? I think it was Delver. It was like yeah. it was Rebel. I top decking and stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Get yeah. rid of the threat. Yeah, and I, I think I, I made some horrendous puns to like uh, I think an Ari next turn. I can do this. Be attacking for evil. I have uh, force will back up because that's a free card. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, oh, you have to have another card. <laughs> not that free. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, God, I, I, I definitely recommend uh, anyone to try it out. Uh, yeah, because obviously it's print out, and I, I was. I've been putting off um, printing out proxies for so long, but like, it's not that much effort. You know, I didn't even do it properly. Like, I don't think out. you need to convince people very hard to, to print off proxies for legacy. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, the the real barrier is actually playing it. That's true. With a, in a, with well, a real deck. Yeah. I don't think it's that difficult to play. Honestly, like there is the real problem is there's so many decks and there's a lot no, of. No, I mean like but, buying a real deck. Oh, buying. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a real barrier. Yeah, yeah. That is that is definitely a real barrier. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fair play to anyone buying their dual lands. But it's obviously it's like one of the more interactive formats. Actually, it's more interactive than modern, yeah. right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's definitely for a long time was slower than modern anyway, because because mm. miracles was so good and stuff. I'm not sure anymore if it's slower than modern, because mm. um, combo yeah. is quite good now, and mm. and these aggro deck or kind of mid rangey decks mm. are really good again now. Mm-hmm. Probably it just because of force will, it probably is still yeah, yeah. slower than modern mm-hmm. now. Yeah, because Force of Will protects combo so well that you have to be able to have discard, so people are just taking it slower, I suppose. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, all right, great. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get along to one of those soon. You've, I know you've been to one before, Kieran, but maybe... Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely try, I'll yeah, next time, yeah. head down soon. I'll brew up something sweet. Yes, some let's, ideas. Uh, let's have a look at our deck of the week. Monoid right. Vampires. Class. Oh, uh, Taking the Pro Tour. No, uh, <laughs> but I mean, we can try it if you want. I could play Cavern of Souls. Yeah. Ooh. Play uh, you, like is Oketra was Oketra's monument? Is that going to be good in Legacy? Um, I think I'll probably just play like Ancient Tomb or something instead. Yeah. I don't know okay. if I want. Yeah, mana reduction. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so this uh, deck did reasonably well at the Pro Tour. Um, all five of the people who played this deck managed to make day two. Cool. So one hundred percent conversion rate there for a mono white vampire sitting at the top of the table. Yeah, it's excellent. Um. But actually, one of the people, one of the people who played it went eight and two. Another person went six. This is in, in the standard rounds. Mm. Another person went six and four, and then I think the other two, or sorry, the other three, weren't in the seventeen to twenty-seven point deck list that sure, was just published. Okay. So they they did worse than whatever that record is. <laughs> Maybe yeah, four, four, five, one, four, or something, five, one or something. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. Or four four two. Yeah, that would be seventeen points. Yeah, yeah. four five one. Yeah. So um actually only only one player did really well with this, but then another player did middling, so no, sorry, five five one. With five five one, yeah. sorry. Well no, there's only sorry, five four one. Five four one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so this deck is quite interesting. It's an Ocatra's Monument deck. Ocatra's Monument variant deck. Um it has Legion Conquistador. Oh my god. Wonderful. So the what what's the do, do the kids have a name for this? Oh, like, um, I don't know. Ca- Squadron Vampire. Vampire. No, there's not a Squadron Hank. Squadron what? Hank. 
Hank? I don't know, Hank's like a guy instead of a brute. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of my iconic time. Uh, Tom Hanks was a vampire. <laughs> yeah, he's a diverse actor, but he's never done that. Um, we also have Adanto Vanguard. Yes. Uh, That's a good card. Draft All Star. Yeah, it is a good yeah, card, actually. Yeah. yeah. So that, that could certainly be a constructed card, and it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, it has a couple of Duskborn Sky Marchers, 1 1 5 for 1. Yeah. Um, it has some Maverin Fanes, some Angel of yeah. Invention, uh, Metallic Mimics, yeah. It has Aviary Mechanic for your Ultra Combo with your Tetris Monument. <laughs> yeah. And your Conquistador. Indeed. Yeah, I'll just redo on that, gives you another shuffle effect. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Go brainstorm. Uh, it has <laughs> Legion's Landing. It has Top Tier Arrest. Yeah. Okay. Is there, I, I think I missed Top Why are we playing this? Uh, it's slightly Hunter, cheaper, I think. It's um, it's a banishing light card. It's is it a, three mana? It's an O ring. Yeah, it's three mana, oh, okay. and it and it exiles a, a creature or a vehicle. Okay. Oh, I thought it's actually all right. Like, yeah, it's fine. Like cards yeah. like this I've seen played before, but it's just that I think so. The the card that people played before was Stasis Snare, and then yeah. when okay, Stasis yeah. Snare rotated out, cast out, cast out rotated in. Which so both just, of both of those cards have flash. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this just never had its time to shine, but it actually is all right. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. It's but, but this deck also has two cast it. <laughs> yeah, this deck would die for a stasis snare as well, and it has three yeah. excellent binding. Yeah, yeah. This card, I think, would much or this deck would much prefer declaration stone or stasis snare if they mm-hmm. were still legal. But unfortunately, yeah. you, you get what you get. And then we have two more top to arrest sitting in the sideboard. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, <laughs> that's very beautiful matchup. <laughs> Um, some Glorybound Initiates, some Dust of Dawns in the sideboard. Dust of Dawn, great card against like yeah. Teamer, big decks. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we have a couple of Fragmentize, an Aethersphere Harvester, Gideon's Intervention, what? and Angel of Sanctions. Wait, wait, what? Gideon's... Gideon's Intervention is like two white, white... Oh, sorry, no, I was thinking of Gideon's yeah, Defeat, yeah, yeah. You just can't be dealt damage by the named card, and yeah. the named card can't be cast. So you just named Scarab God? Yeah. Against Scarab God decks? Yeah, yeah. Does, do? wait, does it say activated abilities as well? Like, well, if it can't be cast, yeah, no, but it's when it's on the board. Yeah, yeah, sure. It doesn't deal damage, but you could still use the activated ability. Yeah, yeah. Let me just check. Uh, can't cast spells, prevent all damage. Yeah, so you can still use the ability of Scarab God if it gets if it's on the board already and it gets Gideon's intervention. You can still use its ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it just becomes an enchantment then, basically. Yeah, sure. That'd but I'm thinking blocker. is that what it's for, or I guess like it's good against Glorybringer, right? Yeah, it's fine against Glorybringer. Like people are jamming four glory bringers. Like you want to, you want this to counter a card that people have four of in their deck, presumably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, yeah. And, yeah. Same with Exxon's binding. Well, yeah. that's obviously only for Greek. Well, no, Exxon's binding is not that permanent, is it? Yeah, I, I, I was had to note down the terrible riddle form deck, and I got Exxon's oh, yeah, yeah. binded. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this deck is really interesting. Um, I don't know if it can stand the test of. Of time uh, yeah. as we go through the standard format, but it's certainly nice to see a deck like this being brought to a pro tour and, and doing well, at least in one one or two people's hands. Mm. Um, I think this is and it's, it's also extremely budget friendly. Yeah, I think really the only expensive cards in here are the Legion's Landing, uh, Angel of Invention now. Is oh, Angel of Invention is quite expensive yeah. now. That's true. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, uh, mimics are kind of oh, expensive. They're, yeah, but yeah. Everyone, they're kind of good to have anyway. You're kind of relying on people. Like how reliant is this deck on Monument? On having Monument out, pretty reliant. I think, I think it actually. Is, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, 
You're yeah. kind of relying on people not having a braids. I yeah. mean, you're 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 super paid off by your Legion Conquistadors yeah. with Theo Ketch's mind that because massive, yeah. next turn you know that you can cast at least two of them. Probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two two twos. Yeah, or two one ones. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This actually feels like the first Ixalan deck in standard. That kind of, yeah. Even though it has. Of, hold on, let me see. One, four, eight. Yeah, I think that's most exact cards. It's kind of funny because it says vampires, but like, how much does it really matter that, it, that they're vampires? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, Metallic Mimic. Uh, Metallic Mimic, yeah. Yeah, Metallic Mimic. Yeah, yeah, there's like 18 exact uh, cards in the main deck here. Yeah. Yeah, so Vanguard with a counter on it is just like far more powerful. Than yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's kind of a payoff. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, it seems like sweet deck. I, I lost with, with Teamer, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was Teamer Riddle form. We don't we don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. There was uh, there was a yeah. deck deck of a terrible deck that I lo- I like the idea of. Yeah. But I tried it and I lost a lot. Um, <laughs> it was a riddle riddle form deck with seventeen lands. <sighs> and a tune. Four ops and a tune. Yeah. So. Four yeah ops and a tune. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not the end of the world. But anyway, um, it's still terrible. Yeah. Don't play that deck. No one. Yeah. Uh, but do try this deck. This is better. Yeah. It's probably bad also, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, certainly this this is. This has arisen from like what we were saying for yeah. the last couple of weeks, where nobody plays Sweltering Suns anymore in their sideboard. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Sweltering Suns obviously does does pretty great work against this deck. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like, is this just the best place to go if you want to play a monument deck? Like, if you want to play mono white, I think you can still play blue white. Like, yeah, but like, what you, you pretty much like what? What cards are you playing? I mean, you're pretty much playing blue white only for Cloud Blazer. Yeah. Yeah, I think most of the. Um, like cards were these cards, cards like, sideboard or whatever. Yeah, but like, are vampires the best way to go in terms of white weenie strategy with monument? I'm not too sure. Yeah, I mean, certainly the vampires cards lend themselves to a bit of a white weenie strategy. That's where they've kind of pushed vampires in mm-hmm. this set. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of nice that you have two things going on there. Yeah. So you have your metallic mom, uh, metallic mimic. Vampires go wide thing, which is also complemented by the Ocatcher's Monument go wide. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any of the um, the anthem uh, lands, the ones that make it? Yeah, so the, yeah, the mana base is pretty nice here. It's uh, fifteen planes, four Sheffield Dunes, oh. and three Scavenger Grounds. So the Scavenger Grounds are nice against uh, yeah. Braveyard decks as well. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Could we see? Could we see a? Do you think we could see some kind of Oath of Ajani action in this deck? Oh, put a one counter oh. on everything. Is that good? You gotta play green though, right? You gotta play green, yeah. Mr. Splash Green to help your green. Splash Green to help your green. Yeah. Throw a few Achumid Eaters in there. Boom. Yeah, then you can play Long Tusk Cub. Yeah. And you can take out these vampires. <laughs> Make it a cat's deck. Oh, you put a riddle form in and uh, slander it. It would cost one less because of a Jani. A Jani's oh. out. Oh. We did that, it. That we, did it. we did it. We did it. Alright, uh, that's enough of that for one week. <laughs> uh, probably every week. Yeah, probably. I don't know if I'm talking about this deck again. <laughs> yeah. Don't play Team of Riddle Form, by the way. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but, yeah, but I actually am interested in playing this Mono White Vampire yeah. deck. Yeah, it's uh, kind of cool. Yeah, it's an yeah. interesting deck. Um, okay, that's going to do it from us this week. Uh, thanks for listening. We are on Twitter. You can get us at Skullcrack. You can email us, skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find... Barry Cannon mm-hmm. <laughs> online. Yeah, did our by checking too. our our um, show notes, all, all his infos in there. Yeah, and his most recent video is a spooky nightmare before Christmas parody. So nice, oh, very topical, yeah. very topical. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, and that's going to be it from us. Yeah.
Alright, see nice. you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. You know what? I oh, keep yeah, competing is good. It brought me brought back the, the the want to have a competitive element to the podcast again. Okay. So nice. now we're bringing back we're bringing back a Johnny Proudmain versus Arlen Cord. Lion versus Wolf. Ah, very good. That was good. Johnny Proudmain. Is that his name? No. Goldmain. Goldmain. Is that what it is? Yeah, Johnny Goldmain. Is yeah. Proudmain a different card? Well, there's a planeswalker called the Johnny Goldman. I don't know if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. It's David Wolf versus Kieran. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, so at the Pro Tour, people, the Pro Tour had lots of people. All of these people played cards. Okay. Uh, all of these cards had mana costs. Okay. That's right. Not all of them. I mean, Ooh, yeah, that, some of them are right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I'm, so I, I, have, I have a big long list of cards here, right? Uh, you, you want to tell me the full mana costs. So, like, okay. Um, the converted mana costs. Not converted mana costs, cost, actual. The, the okay. number of the right, right, colors sure. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there's a lot here. So we, and so like some of them will be pretty obvious. So we get them pretty quickly. Just shout out the answer. Um, okay. I'll, I'll I'll probably mark who's winning. Yeah, yeah. Do it on this vampire token. What? Oh no, you have here. a piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So just shout out the answer uh, if you know it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I think if he's, I, I'll know if he's both know it. So okay. Yeah, okay. Don't, don't worry about trying to uh, pass a leader or person. Okay. So champion of wits. Two blue. Yes, they both got that. Alright, if it's internalized with itself. Uh, five blue blue? No, sorry, no. token. Oh, two and a blue. No mana no, cost. No? No mana cost. Oh, I always get that mixed yeah. up, which one's which. So if we, but if you bring it back to the Scarab God, what's the over a mana cost? Or the mana cost? Two and a blue. Two and a blue. Yes, yeah. if, it's brought back, if it's brought back with God Pharaoh's gift. Two and a blue. Two and a blue. Ooh, but what if it's brought back with Air of Eternity? Two and a uh, blue. Two and a blue. No mana cost? No, it's soon blue. Oh, because it's a copy again? Yeah. It's the same, yeah. No, it's just Scarab God, God Pharaoh's Gift, and Air of Eternity all keep the mana cost. Oh, okay. But make it black. And Eternalize uh, deletes the mana cost. Yeah. 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 Deletes the mana cost. It's a weird way to say that. Alright, so I'm, I'm overwhelmed by, by your, 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 your knowledge, guys. Uh, okay. So, what's the mana cost of Overwhelming Splendor? It's uh, uh, five white, white. White? Six oh. white, white. Yeah, six white, white. Oh, yeah. I was so close. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, this is my favorite card from last year. Uh, no, I'm not going to get you to guess. I think this is probably a podcast favorite card <laughs> okay. last year. It's Cosmic the Great Distortion. It is a eight winged ding, winged ding. Yeah, winged I, ding, I, winged I didn't know that. You know that? You what? Like, I, I think I would have gotten nine okay. winged ding, winged ding. Yeah, it's eight. I think C, C, C is what they use for it. Yeah, for okay. okay. Winged yeah, ding. Yeah. Stupid, stupid thing. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, another big Eldrazi. Um, mockery of Nature. Oh baby, that's a, a that's an emerge card. Yeah, is you want the, you want the convert the actual, no, the actual mana cost. The, the mana cost, yeah. not not the converge no, cost. No, or not converge. What's uh, it called? Uh, emerge, emerge. emerge. Mockery, of nature. mockery of nature. Which one is this? Can you tell me what it does? This is the one that destroys an artifact. Yeah. Or oh okay. Channel when it comes in, it looks like a big rat. Um, yeah. I think it's eight. Uh, I think it's seven. No, it's nine. Damn. Oh, no. it's actually it's, the emerge cost is seven green, so it's the most expensive hard cast and the most expensive. 
Okay. Emerge. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, people when I was playing. I mean, when Team Emerge, we were playing, and it's like it just felt so much worse than yeah than um out of mm. But uh, so out of Emerge cost was five, five blue, blue, blue yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, <laughs> that is my favorite card from this year. Grimag Angler. That is six uh, and black. Yeah, six and black. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So some might call this the blue version of Grimag Angler. It's Treasure Cruise. Uh, seven, seven and a blue. blue. Yeah. Remember when I said Treasure Cruise was a, was a blue version of Grimac Angler? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a lie. The real blue version of Grimac Angler is Temporal Trespass. Oh, so this is, no. Uh, this is, is it? six blue, blue, blue. That's what I want to say. Uh, I was going to go eight blue, blue or something. But oh, you know, it's eight blue, blue, blue. Oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> Each of us was half right. Yeah. Oh, okay, this, this is uh, another expensive blue card. Uh, rooftop Storm. Oh, no, this is, uh, I don't even know what this um, card is. This is a card from Elstrad. Yeah, right? I, I first picked this in my last Elstrad draft, and I didn't go. Can you tell us what the card does? It's a it's an enchantment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an enchantment. No, it's an enchantment that makes all your zombie. Co- <laughs> <laughs> it's an enchantment that makes all your zombies cost zero. Zombie spells cost cost all zero. Zombie spells. Cost I'll say it's a uh, four blue blue. I'm gonna say it's uh, five blue blue. Oh, no, five blue. Oh, oh so uh, all right. Um, so another big Eldrazi spell, um, not of this world. You know what this is? I've never heard of this card. I, like, oh, it's yeah. a stupid card. I do not know this card. <sighs> is it uh, eight? No, it's seven. Oh, do you remember what it does? Uh, exile target permanent. No, oh, no. it's far better than that. Kieran, Kieran, Kieran. It's all right. It's a, <laughs> it's a seven mana tribal instant. Yeah, uh, okay. Eldrazi. Uh, okay. It's um. Counter target spell that targets a creature you control mm-hmm. uh-huh. for seven. But if the seven if, colorless, if, no, it's just a seven um, generic. Plus. Seven okay. generic. Um, yeah, but if you uh, if if the if the if the spell targets a creature with power seven or greater, uh-huh. this not of this world costs seven less. Oh, it's great. What? It's free. It's free. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah. Use this to protect your uh, ulamogs all day long. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so you're, uh, you're thinking of the the one from Battle for Zendikar, I think. Yeah, but that's oh. black, though, isn't it? Oh no, 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 that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Something, something, something from Oblivion, something. Scarab, 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 Scarab from Existence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is um, another big creature, Phyrexian Dreadnought. That is a cost seven. No, no, no. Phyrexian Dreadnought is a twelve, twelve, right? Yeah, I think it costs. Black? No, no. It costs, costs, it's got very cheap mana yeah. cost. It costs one. It's one, yeah. yeah one. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, right. right yeah, yeah. Do I get that one? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's an artifact. <laughs> no, yeah, you're wrong. It doesn't cost black. You're, you can't get that. Why not? Yeah, no, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. You're already winning. You got it wrong. Oh, fine. All right, yeah, it's just one. It's just one. All right, so that, that does it. Frex and Dreadnought is a very big creature. Yeah, you, know you have to sack it if it's some, something. Yeah, yeah. Unless you sack a certain amount of power. It was very good. It was very good card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I had it. I wonder if you could, you could play it and stifle the trigger, couldn't you? Yeah, something like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, yeah. you have to stifle the trigger every turn, don't you? Or is it just? I once? think it's one. I think I think it's one. Oh, okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you know what the biggest uh, creature magic is? Um, is it a real like a creature card? It's a creature card. Yeah. Well, silver bordered. Yeah, silver bordered. Okay. Uh, is it, has, it, it's, uh, has it come out yet? Is it from? No, no, it, it's, it's already. Um, oh, yeah, okay. it's the big free monster. Yeah, right? big free monster. Okay. Don't know the panic cost. A big free monster is. Is it a thousand no. or something? No, it's. Uh, it's like it, there's a lot of black 
It's yeah. not a ghost. Do you want to guess? Is it the one that goes all around the border? Is that no, that's gonna, no, guess. it's not that. It's, it's it two is. halves. Like it. Oh. I'm going to guess that it's 20 black, 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 black. No, no, it's just, it's just 15 blacks and black. It's oh, it's 15, 15 black. black yeah, yeah, black, 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 black. I did, we'll check it. It's like Gandhi's eighth heart. It's, it's, you can't, you can't, it's just not yeah, yeah. easy. Um, <laughs> all right, so back, back into the real world. Do I get that one? No. <laughs> okay. Gush. Uh, Gush is four in the blue. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's actually a, zero. That's a Kieran question. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So it's actually minus two mana. Sorry. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it, you cast it. It gives you two blue. What's mana. printed on the card? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is one of my favorite uh, alternate win conditions. Uh, the cheese stands alone. Uh, uh, the cheese stands alone. Is it uh, two? No. This was later printed as a real win condition. Was it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Do you know what color it is? Uh, I think it's white. Yeah. I think it's f- five and a white. No, it's four white, white. Damn. Oh. Um, another powerful guard, card, uh, Yogmoth's Bargain. That is uh, five and a black? No. Oh, it's four. Those. Yeah. Five black, black? No, it's, no, it's four, four black, black. black. Damn yeah, it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so this is a card that's banned in Commander uh, Coalition Victory. Uh, Wilberk. No. No, two were no double Wooburg. No, no, it's three Wooburg. Oh. Uh, another Vanguard is a Biorhythm. Uh, is it hybrid mana? No, no, no. Oh. This has a really high converted mana cost. Yeah, right? yeah, it's like ten green green or something. No, like it's that? six green green. Oh. Oh. Remember one of those? Uh, sets players life totals. Yeah, to the, to the number of creatures. creatures they I think cards in our hand, maybe creatures. Uh, okay. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, how upheaval? That is. Four blue, blue, is it? No, it's. I think it's six of the blue. Oh, it's four blue, blue. It's four blue, blue. Yes. Is it? Yeah. I played with um, that card a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then this is, this is a cross format superstar. Okay. By superstar, I mean band uh, Chaos Orb. Uh, three mana? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's two mana. Two, two mana. mana. Oh. Um, but finally, the most powerful card in Magic, Shahrazad. Shahrazad. Oh, um, no. No, no uh, I think it's like five mana, but I don't know what the combination is. It four and a black or something? No, it's white, white. Oh, it's white, white. Yeah, I, oh, okay. Like the, the card's already stupid, but I think yeah. <laughs> I think the card could just cost like seven mana, and it would not be fine, but it'd be less silly. Yeah, like, yeah I don't know why it's it'd affect mana, that yeah, yeah. stupid as a, it's so cheap. <laughs> it just lets you have nested games within games. Then yeah, yeah. Also, doesn't make sense. Exception. It's a sorcery, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's so, it's sorcery, it's, but it's named after a character. It's, it's, yeah, it yeah, looks like yeah. a legendary creature. Yeah, <laughs> it, should, it, should, it should be called Charizard's Tail or something. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there we go. I think uh, so. The uh, wolf won this one. one two, Oof. three, four for Wolf. Uh, three for Carol. I think. One, I only two. got three. What? I oh, I mean, when one's one, it's, I think, sorry, these one's not including. Yeah, the ones that are Okay, Yeah, I should have got Yogmont's bargain. Yeah. No, oh well, none of us get that bargain. Should have got those people as well. Yeah, I just forgot that one. I don't know. It doesn't matter how much mana it costs because yeah. it just reads like you have infinite mana. Your opponent loses. <laughs> <the game. laughs> yeah, I just equated it in my mind with Rivers Rebuke. So that's, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's where I went yeah. from there. It's the same with Yogmont's bargain because that just reads like you. Play yeah. two dark rituals and then play this. Like, yeah, yeah it costs one mana basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, that was good. Cool. All right. All right. Thanks for that. All. That was Thank fun. You.
oh, so we should have a podcast within the podcast in the spirit of Charizard. No, you're listening to Skullcrack. That's what this is. Isn't it? I'm doing. Oh, yeah, that's, doing that's what this part is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you have to, you have to nest them. So you have to have a podcast within a podcast. The podcast. No, I think we're done. We're done. Okay. You were listening to Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> too many levels. Okay. We need to back up. Let's yeah. get out of the matrix here. Yeah. All right. Kick her out. That's gonna be it from us. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye, bye.